0: I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey here at Anxiety Coaches Podcast, and I hope you will take advantage of everything that we offer. Be sure to subscribe to this twice a week podcast. I'd also suggest visiting our website where you can sign up for our newsletter. You can listen to the 10-minute body scan meditation and check out the group and one-on-one coaching options, along with the resources and more information on anxiety. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out today. In today's episode, I want to talk about letting fear Be your teacher. And what I'm talking about here is a little bit more specific, not just fear itself, but the external fears that we have to deal with. The things in our environment, in our lives, outside of our own mind and thoughts, the external things that are giving us angst, those things that are causing us to feel anxious and get revved up, such as public speaking, such as going to a larger group that you maybe didn't want to be in front of. Maybe it's getting on a plane. It could be driving. It could be just going to the grocery store. Now I say just going to the grocery store, but I know that that is not a small thing for a lot of people. And I had those times too. I had times where I felt like the grocery store was this, end, this deep pit that I wasn't going to be able to get out of. It felt big. It felt frightening. And these outer things, these places and things outside of ourselves are the place that we can begin to build our confidence so that we can deal with the inner fears, with the thoughts that keep going around. We're going to build our confidence because we will have taken care of some of our fears. And by the time you get to the inner fears, you may not even have them anymore. Many of them may have melted away by themselves. But I want you to focus on right now for this podcast, focus on the externals. So we're talking again about going to the grocery store. The mall was tough for me. Well, the grocery store didn't seem you know, so bad. I mean, it did feel like that big pit that I was not going to be able to get out of, but it wasn't as bad as going to the mall. Somehow the mall back in the the late 70s was just like this huge ordeal and all of those flashing lights and people. And it kind of felt overwhelming to me. And I would, What would I do? I would avoid it like the plague. But I don't want you to avoid things. Avoiding things keeps us stuck just that much longer. So let's look at the fear of these events and places, and maybe even people, that we can look at this instead as our teacher rather than something that we want to avoid. So we're going to build more of a positive association with these things and lessen the negative Velcro attachment that we seem to have with it. So let's look at a couple of things that we can do. And we want to look at these three points that I have for you. We want to do it all with kindness, -kindness, self-kindness, non-judgment, and with a curious mind. Okay. So we want to use self-kindness, we want to use non-judgment and a curious mind. This is all an experiment. You can't do it wrong. You're just trying out some new behaviors and new ways of dealing with the external world. Before I get to those tips that I have for you, I want to jump in and tell you just a tiny bit about a program that you can go and look at. Just it's on our website, AnxietyCoachesPodcast dot com slash resources. So it's on our resources page. It's a program that I worked with my friend and colleague Paul Coliani. On. And Paul is from the Overwhelmed Brain podcast. If you haven't heard that already, Paul's a great guy. And we did this along with several other experts in the field on anxiety. And it's the Safe Empowerment System for social anxiety. And it's a guided audio program. It's designed to help you overcome your anxiety, regain your confidence, become more relaxed, and to bring peace into your life. The page on the website will have all kinds of information for you if you just click through to it. But briefly, I'll just tell you that it has learning pods and it has emergency pods and there's a downloadable discovery workbook. It's really a nice program. And it was put together for social anxiety, but it actually works well for all kinds of anxiety. So if you're looking for something in particular to get started with and get a little bit more than the podcast. I am on there. There are other experts on there. And of course, Paul is leading the whole thing. So it's quite interesting. You can at least go on over to the website anxietycoachespodcast.com slash resources and see if it's something that you are interested in. Now, let's get on to these tips um, that I have here or steps in order to Look at your fear differently, letting your fear be your teacher. The first one is to take small steps. We don't want to overwhelm ourselves. And this is something that happens often with anxiety when we're trying to face our fears we go too far, or we go when we are exhausted, or we push ourselves too long. So you want to be cognizant of how you are feeling, what kind of a state of mind you're in. And you may just want to take some small steps going forward. Start slow and small. And by slow, I mean, actually check in with yourself, see where you're at, where's your breathing, is it fast and shallow? Is there, are you pumping yourself up to be running from a tiger or are you able to relax your shoulder muscles, your facial muscles and actually be able to slow your breathing down just a bit? And this is where you want to put yourself in a place where you can be with or observe your fear on a small scale. So if we were to use the example of the fear of flying, because this is a very common one for people who are not even uh, labeling themselves as being anxious, they have a fear of flying. So it's a common example to use. And a small step would be to simply be at the airport, be there. Maybe it's a time when you are not doing something like picking somebody up from the airport or sending somebody off. Those are usually stressful times. And like I said earlier, you want to be in a more comfortable state of mind. You want to be going a little slower so you can take this in small bites. And trying to get somebody to the airport on time to catch a flight is usually not stress free. So find a good time when you just have some time and go to the airport, be at the airport and watch what's going on there. You can be at a distance and see the planes taking off and landing. You can get used to being close to the airport, but not so involved that you are beginning to feel anxious. And if you do get triggered, if you do start feeling like you might uh, have, if you were going on a trip and needing to get on the plane, just back off for the next practice session and then come to the airport and just hang out at the parking lot, hang out be there and just be conscious of who you are and what you're doing. You're simply at the airport. We're taking it in those small steps that don't have to go small and that um, minute forever. It's just being somewhere that maybe used to trigger you. Now you go there on purpose to see where you're at. If you're going to the airport to go on a trip, you're not always paying attention to your breathing, your state of body, uh, you know, the relaxation of your muscles, the speed at which you're moving. There's too much to do. So you're not in that flow. But when you go purposefully and in a relaxed state of mind, an experimenting state of mind, a curious state of mind. You can begin to just look at this airport, this flying ordeal as just one step at a time. And you can begin to feel yourself in the environment, but in a more relaxed state. The second tip would be, or the second step would be to expand your horizon by Trying the next step by going further, a lit going a little bit deeper and doing the next step over and over again until it almost seems silly or boring, right? So you want to let your mind and body feel the lack of danger. It's it's so routine eventually that it couldn't be dangerous. We've done it over and over again. And in This way you can just begin to expand these steps a little bit further and continue to add on just that little bit more and let the ease and the comfortable feeling that you have with it Be enjoyed. Give yourself a smile, a pat on the back. Give yourself an extra hour off this week uh, just because you did something out of the ordinary and that you were actually doing it so that you can see that these things that normally trigger you don't have to trigger you if you can look at them and be with them in a conscious state of mind. Normally, when we're doing these things, we're so wrapped up in our thoughts and our spinning and our pressured life that we are not giving ourselves the space to actually feel it as something we don't have to be afraid of. We just it's knee jerk reaction and there we go into the same old same old reaction we don't have to do that but we have to carve out some time and do it in these small almost humorous steps they seem so tiny that it feels like it couldn't even make a difference but it does because you're going in there consciously the third one is to put on the other side of the thing you fear let's go back to the flying again put something on the other side of that trip. So it might be taking a short flight just to get yourself, you've moved through the parking lot, you've moved through hanging around inside the airport itself. And then you're going to finally get yourself to take a short trip, a short flight. And so where are you going? Make it someplace that you want to be maybe you put your sister that is so dear to your heart that you haven't seen in ages because she is just that little short flight away, but it's too much time for you to drive and it is too much fear for you to fly. So now that you've worked yourself to actually getting on the plane, You want to be able to see her on the other side of this flight. So you're putting something on the other side of our fear that we really are looking forward to. And in that way, we're being pulled towards something that we love. And we can um, be willing to take that next step and release our fear and let go. But maybe you couldn't do it just right off the bat. But by practicing beforehand and getting so used to the commonness of being at the airport and the common feeling of the rote of, of parking in that parking lot and consciously being aware of how relaxed and calm you are, that you can finally do it. And it might be exciting. So look at it as being exciting because you're being pulled towards something that you love and you're willing to take this next step in releasing your fear. Be willing to take the time and have the patience with yourself to let the tiny steps take you there one small step after another will take you much further than no steps at all. So this is facing our fear. Maybe not in one fell swoop, but we're facing it little bites at a time. What's that old saying? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. So really be kind to yourself. Give yourself a pat on the back for every step forward that you took we must be willing to let go of the perfection of getting something done right away or um, completely and move forward at the pace that our oversensitized nervous system will allow us. Let it be messy. Let it be imperfect. You're human. Welcome to the club. I hope that this has been helpful for you. And I hope that you will let me know if you are taking these steps. Send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to put out a personal invitation to those of you who would like to take your healing and your clearing of your anxiety panic to another level. If you are not someone who wants to join a group coaching program, you may be interested in joining in with me on coaching one-on-one. You can learn more about that at the website, anxietycoachespodcast.com, and go to the one-on-one coaching page. Feel free to send me an email, anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com, with coaching in the subject, and I'll be sure to get back with you, and we'll take it from there. No need to have this drag on forever. And now for today's quote. Without darkness, nothing comes to birth. As without light, nothing flowers. And that's from Mary Sarton.